Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where one of us is clearly in fucking space and the other one has decided to be an upstanding member of society. What's up, mates? My name is Juice. I'm joined, as always, by my best fucking mate in the world, Leo fucking Hernandez. Hello, hello. His resume. Yeah. Oh, uh, why are you here to apply for this job? Well, because I'm Leo fucking Hernandez, and then slides yeah. the resume across the table. Yeah, and then I put sunglasses on, and then I fucking fly to space. Yeah, you're sat indoors, interviewing for this job. Yep. And you're like... <laughs> What is your greatest strength? And you just put on the shades. Put sun, yeah, put on the shades and fly away. Put on put Amazing. on the sunnies. All right. I probably should drop that dialogue. <laughs> it's all right. All What's right. up, bro? Uh not much, man. Just uh I've been working all week. I've been working every single day. Been working too hard. I mean, not that much. Love the peace tea, bro. Dude. We're not, it's not my favorite. We're not. We're not sponsored by PST, but we should be because they're great. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's pretend to be cagey like I was before. Yeah. I, I'm drinking this sneeze pee. Yeah, yeah. No. And, um, I've been a fan of PST since before they signed with uh, mm. Coca-Cola. So I knew about them before anybody did. You did. And honestly, like, whenever I have a PC, I think about 318. No lie. Yeah. I was at the... I, I picked this up at the uh, convenience store uh, yesterday or the day before. And mm-hmm. um, like I was running in for Kate. She was like, yeah, give me a, give me a Coke zero and some Doritos. It's like her go-to. Does it, it doesn't matter what food, breakfast, lunch, dinner. She wants a Coke zero and Doritos with it. <clears throat> Absolutely unhinged. But I ran in there and wow. I saw the PC and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that, and I it just You're coming it, home. Yeah, it just uh, it floods me with like memories of uh, 318 because like the fucking and the peach is like I like the peach, and I usually don't get peach tea anywhere else. But if it's peach tea, wow! But my favorite is the razzleberry. Yeah, and the fucking Dollar Tree that's right around the corner from the church where we do a place used to carry it. They probably have it on the shelf, maybe, and I could probably check, but like they used to actually put it in the cooler up front, and I could just go in there and just get a fucking piece tea. And now I have to go to the goddamn quick check, which is actually closer to my house. Uh, So, like, I shouldn't complain, but I almost never go in there. (laughs) The the fact that your this story involves you being inconvenienced by a convenience store is really funny. Wait, I'm sorry, you're inconvenienced by a convenience store that's closer to you. Makes That's no more sense. convenient. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it's so convenient that it's close, but fuck this. You know why too is the the uh, the Dollar Tree is in the same parking lot as the liquor store I like to go to. Oh yeah, I think we've been to that Dollar. Oh no, not the Dollar Tree. We've been to that liquor store. The Gateway. Possibly, yeah. I remember we we went to for for Dotson's thing. I remember the Dollar Tree, 
Uh, and I remember we went to a liquor store there. What do you mean for Dotson's thing? When were you ever in New Jersey for Dotson? I mean, for your wedding. Sorry. <laughs> you thought it was for Dotson's wedding? Yeah. For some reason, my brain was reading it for Dotson's thing. No, for your wedding. I remember we went to that liquor store. I'm pretty sure. Oh, to get like the, the wine and stuff when we went hatchet and throwing? The, and the delirium tremens. Yeah. And when I threw up the, the delirium tremens. The tremens. <laughs> when I threw up in the. Oh, so you no, you're thinking of I now I remember I remember exactly where we went. I think it's called Vingo. It's right next to the Food Town, which is like the dumbest name for a grocery store of all time. Like, come on over to Food Town. They're, they're trying to fucking piggyback off Guy Fieri. I, I don't like, know. I think uh, Food Town sounds pretty accurate for a grocery store. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's definitely accurate. Like you don't you don't hear the name and be like, hmm, wonder what they sell there. Maybe guns. <laughs> like I'm just saying, it's so dumb. It's like, oh yeah, Food Town. <laughs> like it's, it's it's aptly named and not uh, that. Man, you're mad. This is this episode is all about how Juice is uh, really angered and inconvenienced by uh, things that are normal and fine. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. fucking hate normalcy. Yeah, that actually reminds me. I don't know why, but this reminds me. <laughs> this reminds me of when we lived in LA. Um, do you remember my friend John that we called him Dead John because he like left Amda and came back and we're like, oh, we used to say like he's no longer with us. And then when he came Arnold? to visit, yeah, John Arnold yes. from Georgia. Yes. <laughs> and he came, he came to visit. And we're like, oh, um, you're you're back from the dead or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I took him to Tiago, which you know was like, yes, I wouldn't shut the fuck up about that place. My favorite place, by the way. Um, one of my Hamlet castmates just moved out to uh, L.A. because they're going to NIFA. Um, mm. They actually got a, a an apartment in like close to Silver Lake, off of like Fountain and some somewhere over there, and like near Fountain in Vermont, I think. Um, oh. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, you have to go to this spot if it exists. And I was prepared for sadness. I was like, you have to go to Tiago on Hollywood and La Brea. And I was like prepared for like I don't know maybe the pandemic hurt him. Yeah, or no, you're right. Or, or even before then. They're still there. I mean, I don't know if it's got the same management. They have the same stuff. I would imagine like some because like they used to have the best menu and the best coffee. It was a coffee yeah. shop, but they like had a cafe. And like usually if you're primarily a coffee shop, you're like, mm, we have like bagels or whatever. This fucking place is like, no, you can get a Caesar salad. You can get a panini. You can get a fucking frittata. I'll make a breakfast burrito for you. I used to get a lot. Yeah. Uh, banana pancake. <sighs> That's what I used to love there, dude. The oh, fucking yeah. banana pancakes. And I also tried the regular. I remember being so just like unnecessarily in love with this place. Like I would get the banana pancakes. It's like they put it on the bottom and it caramelizes it. And it's like. They don't just put the banana in the batter. It's not like, mm, this color tastes like banana. They're like, okay, let's put pancake batter and let's put the fucking banana slices on the griddle too and let's caramelize them. And it's like so good. Anyway, but I, one day I was like, let me get the regular pancakes just to see if they're up to snuff. The fucking regular pancakes were better than any pancake I've ever had. I was like, what the fuck? And yeah. I, and th th but those days I was not like high all the time, but the story I'm about to tell does involve weed, and that's why I was thinking it. Oh, here we go. So when John came to visit, we actually sat outside. Fun fact about Tiago on Hollywood and Bla 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 Hollywood the corner the corner of Hollywood La Brea is where Bob Marley's star is on the Walk of Fame. And randomly, these three homeless teenagers oh, came up. Oh, I remember this story. You remember this? 
and they were like, hey, can you take a picture of us? I say teenagers. They were probably our age, maybe even someone like a little bit older because I, I was like 19, 20 back then. Um, yeah. Trying to figure out when I actually turned. Probably I was probably 20. Um, and they're like, can you like take a picture with us like putting our stuff there? Like they had like one of their bags there. Someone had his hacky sack or it was like all he yeah, had. Of course, or, yeah. Like, um, but they just like kind of put their stuff around it to make it look like they were um, living there. And they're like, can you take a picture of us smoking a bowl on Bob Marley star? And then John was such a fucking prude too, dude. I was like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Cause like they offered me, they were like, I was taking the picture. I was like, yeah, I don't mind. I was taking the picture and uh, they were like, you want to smoke a bowl? I was like, Absolutely, like pass it around. Like whenever where you're done with it, pass it right round. I'll hit mm-hmm. that shit, and I did. And then like the average of John, he was like, I don't like jail. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I, I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. They were like, Would you like some? He's like, No, because I don't like jail. <laughs> he was so like scared that we were like out in public smoking weed. And to be fair, like the cops did roll up on me, Dotson, and Kevin one time. We were smoking on Ivar Hill. Um at the top of uh ivar like north of yucca um yeah. for those who know the area kind of whatever but if i said ivar hill maybe you would already know that um fucking a that was at nighttime for some reason i don't know during the day i was just like yeah there's so many fucking tourists around like it doesn't fucking matter yeah. and then and the one kid that was like he was like the cops know me they pick me up all the time they probably laugh they wouldn't do anything they would maybe take us <clears> home <laughs> i was like true that is very um true. well you know what else is true we have a small amount of very loyal listeners that sent in some questions. <laughs> hey, we are the no, hey, honestly, yeah. we are the kings of self-awareness. Uh, of the segue. Yeah, uh, king of the yeah. segue. No, we segue very well. Someone needs some segues tied to go to him. The Bullshit. Segue. Bullshit, they yeah. fucking this guy thinks he's Johnny Hammersticks. I'm gonna wait like he's friggin' Tommy Noble. Yeah. Yeah, fucking right. On yeah, this, right. Uh, yeah, on this episode of Friendly Sparring, Juice does the entirety of uh, drinking out of cups. Drinking out of cups. <laughs> I, I remember, like, <laughs> you know, it's so funny drinking out of cups. I was, uh, I was, I was going to rehearsal for Hamlet one day, um, and I was getting, a, I got a ride from my friend Lizzie, mm-hmm. uh, who's who's Kate's friend also. And she had a playlist on an, an All American Rejects came up, and I was like, "Oh, have you heard Tyson Ritter's <clears throat> acoustic cover of Drinking Out of Cups?" And like, I thought she would because she's so in like internet culture and like r- r- obscure shit like that, and like she was like, "No," <laughs> and I like, heard Drinking Out of Cups. I fuck, we used to quote that shit all the time. And so we talking about her. Her dad had like. Um, you know, at the end, it's like seahorse, sea hell. Sea hell. He, yeah. he made like a seahorse, and like one side was seahorse, one side was sea hell. And he put on his desk and work to see if like people were pissing him off. He would move it to sea hell or whatever. Like, you're getting fucking sea <laughs> hell today. That's whatever. awesome. Like, literally, like, they fucking loved it. And she, and she, like, also loves drinking out of the cups, loves about all of her chest, did not know he made this. I fucking pulled it up on YouTube, and we were jabbing, like, no way, no way. I mean, <laughs> you remember it, right? Of course, I remember it. it yeah, if if it anyone was... hasn't um, seen, first of all, if you don't know what drinking out of cups is, watch that first. Like, watch the original, and then and then type in drinking out of cups, fucking Tyson Ritter. Tyson Ritter, and 
Not, not fucking, obviously. <laughs> Don't die. Drink out of cup, fucking nice Ritter. You might get some interesting stuff. Yeah, results. make sure to go to yeah. XXN whenever yeah. you do Yeah, it. make sure to go to Pornhub and type in cups fucking Tyson Ritter. Yeah. Yeah, one guy, one Tyson yeah. Ritter, yeah, one Yeah, one Tyson car. Ritter, one cup. <laughs> two, 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 two girls, one cop, and Tyson Ritter yeah. is also there. Yeah, <laughs> so specific. The most specific typing in of all time. And, and, and he's like, "I'll keep you my dirty little secret." <laughs> there she goes. There she goes, shooting diary into her mouth. Okay, well. Here comes Tyson no Ritter. Way. <laughs> no way. This is as unhinged um, as we get. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we are about to answer some You know what? Questions. We, talk, we talked about how we talked about how we um kind of like can go as long as we want, but then also kind of you have like a hard out at one point. And I and like I'm gonna break the fourth wall because like before we recorded, I was like Hey man, I I'm so high now. I don't know what time zones are. So like, just let me know when you have to leave. Just drop in the chat, and we'll start wrapping it up. I I'm gonna call an all audible because I think I may have. I don't know. We'll see how long this goes. But if you have to leave, just Irish goodbye. It just leave, right. and I'll continue solo. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know how long <laughs> it's gonna take to answer one question, dude. All right. Well, I'm very excited for this because we have five very good questions from our very loyal listeners. Yes. So These if are you have at least people. one I w- I or two say, queued like, up, yeah, I just I, I wanted to, I wasn't saying like oh we have a small amount of very loyal listeners. What I meant is like every one of our listeners is amazing, and of the listeners who are amazing, we have these lovely people who chose to send in some questions. For also, us by episode. the way. I know you did just get high, but do not forget to post the fight picks today. I have a I have a calendar on my phone. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just the constant a, a calendar reminder. Every every Friday, even on an off week, because I don't like turn it off. You know what I mean. Um, oh. Even on I have a, I have a <laughs> calendar event on my phone every Friday at six thirty. It fucking goes off and it's like, hey, post the uh, fight. Oh, uh, no, but I have a calendar on my phone. Yeah, but I, oh, yeah, but I have a watch, so I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I own a map, so don't yeah, fucking talk yeah. to me. Okay, you better start treating me with some fucking respect. Yeah, obviously. Okay, all right. Let's go obviously. with our um, first question. Boys From question. I'm gonna knock out the the T cross ones out of way so I don't forget. Um, okay. Um, here is honestly, bro. And I texted Cross the other day. We were talking, we uh, this was yesterday. We were talking about, um, we were talking about like we don't have a lot of questions because I was focused on the one that Sandy left. And then I was like, wait a minute, let me, let me, let me hit some up, hit some people up. And I, I hit up fucking Rhino and I hit up fucking T Cross. And T Cross was like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot. And, and then this is yesterday in the, in the morning, kind of, I think, or whatever. I wake up to like he sent these late last night. Um, uh, these uh, these these emails, videos, and I fucking. Oh shit! The first one mentions a GoFundMe. I'm sitting here talking about like this might be funny, and it might actually make me cry. Uh, I'm gonna play the the video first. Let me make sure my sound is all the way up. Yeah, we had like one notch to go. What's up, guys? It's your boy T Cross. Um, I know you guys aren't huge fans of Dana White, 
but I would like to give Dana White a shout out. Uh, let me back up a little bit here. Um, former teammate of mine uh, by the name of John Esposito, one of the most vicious motherfuckers I've ever trained with ever. Um, and I've trained with guys that, you know, fight in the UFC. Uh, there's nobody that, that I've trained with. That's like John Esposito when he's three weeks out from a fight. One of the most badass dudes I've ever seen, uh, about, about a year ago, he was in a, a very horrific car accident. He was working construction. He got hit by a truck and pinned against his work truck and lost both of his legs. Um, that was right around Christmas last year. And uh, <clears throat> he just recently was able to get some type of prosthetics. So he's relearning how to walk. Um, over the last year, he's been back in the gym, training in a wheelchair, hitting pads, um, in a wheelchair, which is just fucking incredible, truly inspirational stuff. Um, but there has been a GoFundMe page to kind of help him with his medical bills and his recovery. And um, because John is a Muay Thai fighter on the East Coast, before Angela Hill was a MMA fighter, she was a rather popular Muay Thai fighter here on the East Coast as well. So she brought the cause to Dana White's attention, uh, and Dana White donated $10,000 to uh, John's GoFundMe account. Um, if any of you guys would like to donate, um, in the email that I sent this video in, uh, I attached the GoFundMe. So uh, if you could maybe post it on Twitter for me, Juice, and maybe some of you guys could share it. We can uh, yeah. kind of help John keep living because uh, he's unable to work anymore, you know. So that would be cool. Uh, so shout out Dana White. Shout out to Angela Hill for bringing it to Dana's attention. And um, thank you guys for listening to my story. Love you guys. Fuck man, I'm grateful for the fact that um, I was so I, I I'd like to hold up the videos that T Cross sent for the patrons, and I was it was I think it was covering my face. I, I like checked in the middle of it because I was just like the whole, this is my face the whole time. I was like, yeah, like just absolutely horrifying what's happened, and the guy's like pushing through. That's fucking amazing, and yeah, like. <clears throat> We criticized Dana White fairly, but credit where credit is due. Like, yeah, that was fucking awesome, and he didn't have to do that. Yeah, so it's true. Um, yeah, uh, we'll definitely get that uh, reposted on our um, on the a thousand percent, and I'll retweet, and we'll make sure that's good. Yeah, yeah. He also mentioned. He says also, if you're interested in following John's story, please follow at Muay Thai Project on Instagram. At Muay Thai Project. Okay. Um know how to spell muay thai i would imagine everyone listening to this podcast knows how to spell muay thai no but it's not spelled like any funny way it's muay thai project got it um and the um and the gofundme we're going to tweet out gofundme.com slash f slash muay dash thai dash community dash each dash other dash four dash uh dash brother it's the muay thai community 
each other for a brother, but there's a dash in between every word. But we're going to tweet out the link. We're going to tweet out the link. Yes, please. Thank you for bringing the story to our attention, T-Cross. Yeah, thank you, T-Cross. Okay. I think this will get us back on the funny track because the fucking caption of this Old ladies love the Diaz brothers. What's up, guys? It's your boy T-Cross again. Um, first video I sent in was a bit of a bummer. Uh, so this yeah. one here, I got a funny story. Uh, last week, I was at Barnes & Noble, and I bought uh, George St. Pierre's book. And I go to the front, I go to the counter to buy the book, and there was a woman probably in her 70s working the counter. And I, you know, I hand her the book, she scans it, and she goes, oh, cool. Did you watch Diaz Ferguson last week? And I was like, yeah, of course I did. And she's like, that was some pretty cool stuff. I, I love the Diaz brothers. And I was like, really? Did you see the video from when Nick Diaz fought last? And she goes, which one? I'm like, in the locker room? And she's like, you mean when Nick walked over to George and gave him a handshake? And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, George kind of had a look on his face like he, was, he wasn't sure what was about to happen. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And I was with my mom. So as we're walking back to the car, I turned to my mom. I go, of all the people that we just walked past in that Barnes and Noble, if you would have put all those people in a line and asked me, who do you think is the least likely person to know who the (laughs) Diaz brothers are? I would have picked that 75 year old cashier. Um, Just a funny story. I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. Peace. Thank you. T cross with the Great rhino story. outro. Fucking hell, dude! The fucking Diaz brothers. I swear I mean, to God, you gotta love, you gotta love UFC being like reaching very interesting parts of of the world and different like demographics. You know, um, yeah. Obviously, like you know, if you said, uh, you know, twenty. 20- yeah, forty-five uh, male. Uh, it, it, that's pretty obvious. Like as far as like how the the um, at least the highest number, I suppose. I, I suppose. Um, so yeah, seventy-five-year-old cashier lady. Just can you really can just it picture too. it? But like, but but really into uh, it. You know what me I mean? The, like not me and the gals at Bingo watch that Diaz Ferguson fight, and boy, I tell you. Boy, I tell you, is that Derek Lewis's balls still hot? B-52. <laughs> Bingo! Shut up, Nate Diaz is talking! <laughs> <laughs> Ima- imagine when, when Nate Diaz in his in his last post-fight interview, when he was like, now I'm going to show you how to do the real game. And he was like, I'm going to teach you how to play all sports. Imagine he meant bingo. <laughs> He's going around the different nursing homes. What if he, it's what like, if he taught like the the geriatric uh, like uh, swimming? Oh, the uh, like the you know, aquatic like the, aerobics, the, wa- the water, yeah, yeah the aerobics. aquatic aerobics, yeah, aquatic aerobics. I love to watch that. 
Gerald, put your fucking arms up. <laughs> you know, bitch. <laughs> this, this episode is called Nate Diaz is now teaching aquatic aerobics. <laughs> Stockton, motherfucker, Nick Diaz army. And they're like, what? What did you say? You heard oh, me. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so funny that we had that that was the fucking one that we ended on from T Cross because the one that Rhino sent in is also about Nate Diaz. Hey, we're gonna call this the DS Fiesta. Yeah. I mean, I am fucking stoned out of my gut. Oh god. God damn your... mine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> out of my gullet. Hey, Juicy Lee, it's big homie Rhino from the Combat Sports of the Rhino podcast. So, um, Nate Diaz fought his last, probably his last UFC fight. He's going to test the waters elsewhere, uh, probably go into boxing and do some big money fights over there. So, basically, there's now a void that has been left in the UFC with kind of that style and that attitude and those sound bites that were you know that Nate Diaz filled if you were going to come up with I don't know maybe two or three other fighters who are currently on the roster who might be able to step into that type of role the Nate Diaz type of role who would you pick to to be those three people I would love to hear you guys answers love you guys love the show talk to you later peace I love this fucking question dude those three people I have this is a, such an, a hard question because let me be clear, Nate Diaz is the last of a dying breed. Like I truly think, like to answer this question, like we could pick three people that would be maybe good contenders, but you'd have to like combine them to just yeah fill exactly one, exactly, one of Nate exactly Diaz's like shoes. the like the type of personality that Nate Diaz is specifically like it's so yeah there's not I mean. And like with the with the way they think, like most people in the UFC, they treat it like a sport. Nate Diaz and his brother Nick were always like, "This is fucking real fighting." Like, I don't want to be your friend. We're we're not gonna be buddy buddy. Fuck you. And like, like whenever, uh, fucking uh, our our girl Gina um interviewed him on the well not interview but like in the post my press conference asked him a question about his like like what does this mean for you like being a father because that was like the first time he fought since being a father i think well now he fought pettis but like i don't know because mm-hmm. this is after the masvidal fight when masvidal fucking butchered him for four rounds and he was like that's the thing though this ain't got nothing to do with that i don't want no fucking baby pity this is war this is real shit don't kill me can't be killed uh fucking like like <laughs> like he was like no fucking when when fighters bring their babies into shit, I hate it. Like, that's like the way, like they think. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is a sport. I want to share this with my family." And they're like, "No, I, we're fucking seriously injuring each other. They don't need to see that shit." Like, they have such a unique mindset, and I feel like, not not a lot of people do. Yeah. I I think a lot of people say it, but as far as like living it is a little bit of a different yeah. thing. Oh, man. And, and here's the thing too, like, 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 it's almost one of those, like, you know, we've gotten this question before, and I think even Rhino may have asked this, and mm-hmm. like other people have as well in the past, like, oh, build the perfect fighter, like, oh, I'm gonna take Anderson Silva striking and yeah. like, fucking Damian Mai's jujitsu or whatever, and like all this thing, like, that's what it takes to build Nate Diaz. Like, yeah. you have the fucking craziness, like, 
I was thinking about like certain like sound bites and like certain things like Bo Nickel has a little bit of that that we just saw. And but like the the very big difference is, and this will make me think about this. He's like a polished athlete, and it, like yeah. he does think about like the sport, but he still has that like he'll fucking talk shit and he will like the way Absolutely. like he attacks in the cage. Like man, hey, by the way, who's Bo Nickel? Not to be yeah. like a dick. He's about a he's it, a wrestler. Like... He's like a um. Yeah, no, I, I, I like saw, I saw, I I just saw the contender series like knockout, like, I mean the the submission. Um, mm. like not to be an saying asshole. like why is he a big deal? Yeah, well that's what I'm trying to say. Like he wasn't just like a wrestler. Like he was a guy that if you follow wrestling, you know that that guy was a fucking phenom. And like I've heard a lot of the MMA wrestlers talk about him, and like Ben Askren was big on him. Them and and Jorge Masvidal brought him in to train for like Colby and other people, uh-huh. and so that's how we got his name. And now he's he wants to be an MMA fighter. He he on on Jorge's fucking bullshit game bread promotion or whatever that he tried to start or mm-hmm. well it's still going on. I don't say tried, but like they've had one or two events. Right. Which actually I think Hamdi, the guy that that remember that like like short sort of like built like DC like Arabian guy that um. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said Arabian. That's problematic. But, um, he he fought. I forget who he fought. Um, might have been Dante Mays. No, maybe. Anyway, he like beat the shit out of him, and uh, he's like the stocky wrestler. But he like took him down, and just ground and pounded the fuck out of him. And like T. Gross is like, yeah, he beat the fuck out of my fucking teammate too. And that was on the game bread thing. Um, I think. Hmm. But anyway, Bo Nickel fought a game brand, and then he fought in uh, Dana White Contender Series. Tw- I think twice. I think I think last night, or not last night, but last week, or whenever it happened, was like the second time. And he actually just got signed to fight Jamie Pickett. Like they they announced that matchup already. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, I, like I said, I saw the I saw everything about it, and uh, impressive. Like I mean, impressive performance. But yeah, everyone made it seem like. Like literally, like uh, they just saw Jesus for the first time. Yeah, you're right. Everyone was on this. It, it was it's a little. Uh, it was a little strong. It's, it's a little and like. Yeah, and I'm like. I think uh, he can be a really, really good prospect. I kind of sure. like don't like his personality. So like for me, it's it's whatever. And you know that's like my biggest thing. I mean, he's a fucking yeah. animal in the cage. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like I said, everyone just made it seem like, like you know, they. I don't know. It was weird. Like the yeah, the, the you're UFC you're you're absolutely right. It was a little like, bit okay, much. Like, yeah, yeah. But people but, are high on it. You know. Yeah, I mean, let's see how his chin get test. Chin gets tested. How his chin get test? How his chin to test? How is come? Let's shot see. Yeah, come shot. I mean, could could I fight him? No. No, absolutely. Not. I mean, I mean, I could, but I'd lose. Yeah. Um. I also yeah. think to use another contender series guy. I'm trying to stick back to Rhino's question. Just um, Joe Pfeiffer has a little bit of Diaz in him. Yeah. Okay. It's it's um, crazy. Like if you if you take out the bitch from Sean O'Malley, like if you like surgically remove the bitch out of his body, Sean O'Malley. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Sean yeah. Sean would probably be it. But yeah. but the other thing I was thinking too, like Nick Maximoff, who literally trains with them and they're Nick Diaz oh, or whatever yeah. is a middleweight. And everyone's like, Oh my god, he sounds exactly like Nick. I'm like, not really. He, like 
he he's picked up he their has, cadence yeah. and everything, but like he doesn't have he the has same... a similar cadence, but he doesn't have the same. It's yeah. he doesn't have the same attitude. It's just a little bit of a different uh, adjustment of attitude, I think, personally. Yeah. Um, but you're right. You're right about Sean. Yeah. Sean O'Malley is probably the closest, but but he has to be and such it, a specifically yeah. different yeah. type of person. Like exactly, like you have to remove the bitch, and that's yeah. why I'm like, you have to like yeah. mold people together. Like you take Joe Piper, Sean O'Malley, and Bo Nickel, and that's like that's pretty Diaz, yeah. honestly. If you like, you said if you remove the bitch from Sean O'Malley, just surgically remove. The I bitch. think I, part, for some reason I want to throw Kevin Holland's name in there a little bit. Yeah, dude, of course, that's a fucking great one. But he just retired. Oh, bro, I don't fucking. They were talking about this on the Coming Event podcast. Like, you know, the MMA retirements is like, mm, let's see in nine months or whatever. They're like, yeah. this one, I don't even fucking like. I'm not even gonna wait the nine months to say like, no, <laughs> this isn't real. Like, he's he's retired, uh, or he's not retired. Uh-huh. Like, I, I I just can't imagine it. Um, I like I I agree. Like, it's it's not unless he comes out. Like, remember that guy? What was his name? Jimmy Flick or Jimmy something? He got like a flying triangle win over Cody Durden, I think, or whatever. And like, it was fucking everyone was like oh my god this guy's a fucking hot prospect he had like two fights in the ufc he fought like him and tim elliott i think or something Mm -hmm. and then he was like all right i'm out and retired and he and like everyone was like no no no, that's that's weird and then he came out like i think it was aero show or whatever and he was like i'm actually it might have been mike heck i think another another mma fighting guy um but he was like no i'm worried about my brain health like i want to get in get out and like i was like oh shit i believe you like with kevin holland Especially with him being like a fucking vigilante, basically, I'm like, yeah, he he lives. Well, maybe he's retiring to become a vigilante, bro. Imagine, imagine. It's already too many, by the way. By the way, like one time, fine. Three times is one in a billion. Yeah, (laughs) it's one in a billion. We might even be up to four. Yeah, Kevin Holland. I I honestly sometimes like with how much has happened, especially in a short span of time. I mean, granted, he doesn't live in an area where there's, like, no shortage of crime, so, like, whatever, but it seems like he might be, like, paying people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, steal this dude's car, and I'll fucking find you and beat you up, and I'll pay you. Like... Uh, I mean, that would be really cool. Because they're pulling it off very well, right? Yeah, right? Like, it's it's working. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Rhino... Uh, which three fighters? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess Sean O'Malley is definitely one for me. Like that, that Kevin could Holland that. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, any any of the people that Juice named as well. But I'm trying to think of like one other person that might be like that ride or die type of mentality. Ooh, this is gonna be an out of left field answer. I don't know if you're ready for it. Loopy, Loopy Godinez. You're you're frozen, so I can't tell if you're how you feel about this. Maybe we have a bad connection. Oh fuck! Is my is my service bad? Hold on, let me turn off my. Oh oh, there you go. It's you're okay. back. Am I okay? Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Okay, what did you think when I said Lopi Godinez? I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think that anyone that's willing to to get down for a scrap and ready to do like to fight like that is yeah, absolutely. Seven days turnaround. Yeah. That's the fastest now. That's the quickest paycheck I ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's combine Lupi Godinez, Felony Charles Bennett, <laughs> and John O'Malley. <laughs> Kevin Holland. The Holland's. weirdest thing ever. <laughs> we we need a personality like like 
like uh like felony yeah we need another one like him that is it that's yeah. just way too fun he's just way too funny he's 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 like what chris barnett would be if he was problematic yeah I, yeah yeah uh anyway well thanks rhino for the Question. Um, yeah dude um we also have uh, a voicemail from the catfish and uh i i think i need a drink of water before i play this one i don't know why uh I'm gonna read some of the transcript here hey yo it's the only catfish. <laughs> hey, I told you all motherfuckers that has been let didn't have her head in the game. And look at that shit. Can't even fucking make weight. But they spelled it like you're waiting for somebody. Get the fuck out of here. Shout out to top of the reach. You the baby shark definitely going to whoop. Shout out to top of the reach. You the baby shark definitely going to whoop. Jessica Penny's ass. Not Penny. 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 <laughs> P-E-N-N-Y. Jessica Penny's ass. And I'm all about teen old guy. Teen old guy. Wow. Wow, dude. I can't fucking wait to listen. Let's see what he had to say. <laughs> hey, yo. It's the MMA catfish. Hey, I told y'all motherfuckers that Aspen Lad didn't have her head in the game. And look at that shit. Can't even fucking make weight. Get the fuck out of here. Shout out. The tab of the reach of the baby shark. Definitely gonna whoop Jessica Penny's ass. And I'm all about teen old guys, so I'm back in Francisco Tornado in the Colmain, even if I think he probably won't win. He's still my fucking pick. QA week, Mike Tyson and the documentary on Hulu. Have you watched it? I watched it. I thought it was good. I know he's pissed off about the fact that they didn't include him, get his permission, but if you do that, you can't really necessarily tell the true truth now did they tell the true truth or their truth that's debatable um but the simple fact is is that although tyson seems to have gotten his shit together in recent years he was a horrible person who did horrible things he is a convicted rapist and he deserves the ability to redeem himself he served his time blah 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 all of those things but yet uh, it still happened without a doubt, and it's part of his story, whether he likes it or not. So, uh, you know, I thought it it was interesting, at least. Um, not the best thing I've watched, but worth watching. So, how you watch it? Will you watch it? And either way, what are your thoughts on it? I'm out, FMP, for life, bitches. For fucking life. Fuck Mike Perry. <laughs> Bro. Uh, wow, coming in with the heat. By the way... Hey, congratulations on uh, predicting Aspenland getting uh, uh, not only not being able to make weight, but also never having to make weight again because she was cut from the UFC. <laughs> oh, literally going off screen and muting just so that he can sneeze. Yep, walking everyone through it. Don't care. Don't care. Didn't want anyone to know. I'm mad. It like won't come. You know when the sneeze is right there. I was like, I, I, I was like, I have to, I have to take off the video too because otherwise I'm, I'm doing my sneeze face for like a fucking minute. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, hey man. Yeah, I mean, well done on on the UFC for cutting her. Uh, but also, 
you know what? At the same time, though, uh, uh, who, whose who's fault is this at, at this point, right? I mean, Aspen Ladd not making the weight a bunch of times and getting on the scale is a part of the thing yeah. and, and losing on the fight. But bringing up her weight class, like, the first time, you know what I mean? Like, sh- yeah. fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? For the UFC, right? Like, yeah. So not not to say that Aspen Lad, like, you know, obviously it's a part of it, but just like there's a bigger weight division. Yeah. And like T Cross had a fucking great point. Like, if you're a fighter, your goal is to be the champion. You know, if you're a one thirty five woman fighter, it is Amanda Nunes. Yeah. If you're a one forty fiver, it's also Amanda Nunes. And you'll get a title shot faster. Now, I will say also, like, they since they haven't committed to that division, it's like one of those things that's like the fighters' union. Like, all of them want to do it, but no one wants to be the first one. Uh, and, like, that's not exactly relevant because, like, there's some most 135ers probably like, this is my weight class. But, like, the few that need to move up, they're like, well, there's no girls. And it's like, well, if you all just fucking move up, like, there would be. Like, you're yeah. going to fight each other anyway, probably. Like, what, do it what, more weight was, uh, what weight was Aspen Lad supposed to be at? 135. I mean, okay. well, supposed to be like that's her. That's the one she keeps missing at. Yeah, and like I talked about this too with um with Shay from the Clinch Pod. If you guys listen to that show, I was like, "Yo, um, well, you may know her on Twitter as well, Shay my name, um, I think, but not so Shay my name used to be Shannon or whatever. This is like I think it's Shaylin. It's C H E Y my name, so it's different. But I think it's uh-huh. like that so people would know how to pronounce it anyway i'm going off topic but i was like yo i was on the aspen lad train ish early like i was like okay yeah i like you know because i'm from invicta i saw her, i started fighting with invicta when she fought sarge and i was like oh this girl's a fucking monster and like she got to the ufc and she had like i think a great debut or something and i was like yeah fucking aspen lad and then she fucking fights leslie smith or Signed to fight Leslie Smith in Atlantic City, and she fucking missed weight, and she blamed on her period. It's like you fucking, uh, you don't get to use that excuse. So and what, either way, you don't fucking miss weight. And what then, number like, was it, by the way? This last one, how many times she didn't? Oh, weight? I think. Oh, oh, the number. Yeah. Do you know? No, 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 no not by how much. I mean, like how? how I know, many like times? number of times. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like three, I think at least yeah, the third. Oh. Yeah. So she, she, no, my, 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 my fourth. Yeah. Cause like she missed weight. We'll have to check the fucking, does topology say, or I know Wikipedia says, yeah, check I'm the a, tape, bud. I, I want to check the tape, bud, because dude, like, and then here's what I was going to say too. Like, it's been fucking shitty headlines that we've been getting. My dad texts me, like, my dad will like see random MMA headlines and he'll be like, oh, what's going on here? And like, whatever. He, he texted me one that was some from shitty, oh, I want to say it was somewhere SB Nation, but I could be wrong. It was like, um, Oh, uh, female fighter fired. That's fucking alliteration. I was like, Whoa, woman's 135 or whatever fired for refusing to lose weight or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, man, that was a fucking dumbass article. I wish I could find it. Okay. Why doesn't it say what the time mm-hmm. she missed weight? It doesn't say on, on fucking... Oh, maybe I have to go to topology. But yeah, it was so, so dumb, dude. So dumb. Yeah, so that, like I said, that's that that's my my thought on on the Aspen Lad situation and and 
don't know. I, I, she <laughs> Bro, there's a the fucking um there's a fucking uh fighter. I was just typing in Aspen Lad into Tapology. There's a fighter named Peter Aspenwall. Oh. Well close enough. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious to see the fact that the UFC kept kept doing it. Yeah, it's not like there's a lack of talent. They could have they could have signed someone else dropped her sooner. So I'm just going I'm going through the history here. Um Her first fight in the UFC was supposed to be against Jessica I. Okay. And it didn't happen because Lad was ill. It just says Lad Uh, illness. And if I remember correctly, because I do remember that matchup, like being matched up. They never fought, but they were matched. I think it was like weight cut related illness the week of the fight or something like that. Like she was, I could be wrong. I don't want to, you know, whatever, but she fucking missed weight against Leslie Smith. We talked about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, home with Holly Holman, home with Drew. Okay, I do remember that. Um, trying to see their weight. I mean, Durandamy. Um, oh, wow. She's been trying to find a Sarah McMahon before a few times. Macy Chasson. Chasson. Lad fell ill due to weight cut. Yeah. So that was the second time against Macy Chasson. Confirmed, because we don't know if the the first one against Jessica I was. Um but Miss Weight against Leslie Smith, Miss Weight against Macy. That's when she was forced to go up to fucking mm-hmm. Bantam Weight. Um Aldana got injured. Lad withdrew mm. from their August fight and then Miss Way. It was at least the third. Like I said, it was at least yeah. the third. That yeah, was the third time she missed Way in the UFC. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. That's it, um, dude. And then as far as the second part of his question. um, The Mike Tyson documentary? Yeah, I have not watched it. So I'll just say that right off the bat. I haven't either. I think he was, I think he was talking about it's uh it's the show. Well, oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I keep. Th- I knew show. it was the one that's dramatized. I for some reason called documentary. I know that the Hulu one that yeah. is definitely yeah, not a um, documentary because Mike Tyson's not involved and he doesn't play himself an actor. Yeah, person. and that like I don't know. Like I understand that 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 if he had the rights to the story, but like the respect. Are we both rose? Oh, you you just unfroze. I you were froze. froze. I was frozen. It okay. might have it might have not come through. I I was just saying that like the story being told is very important. But like, look what's happening right now with the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing. The I mean, you got you gotta love um, Evan Peters. Uh, I mean, amazing, amazing actor, just amazing. But you know the the re-traumatization of of these people that are seeing it. Re-traumatization. You know. Trauma, re-trauma, traumatization, dramatization, re-traumatizing. No, I, can't I mean, tell like if you're the fucking trauma with of me. the people that are going through, like that experience. Oh, that traumatization. the people that experience. No, that. no, no, no. I'm talking about the the victims. <laughs> <laughs> the 
I thought you were making like a, a fucking cute like portmanteau or whatever, like frenemy oh, no. or whatever, like no, oh, the, no, the no. trauma of the, the the dramatization of the traumatization. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. It like just just in the Mike Tyson bit and same thing with the Pamela Anderson bit. Um that one the Pamela Anderson one is a little bit more like on the nose, like too on the nose. Um for me because the mike tyson one like you know his story is being told and he's the one that got asked and then they said no but like redo like pam anderson's like story about not one it not wanting to get out and like consent and her consent and then redoing it again is pretty shitty like is incredibly shitty so as much as we'd like to believe that uh mike tyson was a terrible awful Wow, I sounded just like Charles Barkley. I said terrible. That terrible. <laughs> terrible. That terrible, terrible man. Um, he also could be Cleveland from Family Guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's terrible. terrible. Um, so with that with that being said, um, I, I probably am not planning on watching it, um, but I don't know. I mean, a lot of these like biopics and, and these things are, I mean, I mean, like, you know, like, they're, That's the one I was looking for, the biopic. They're doing, uh, what, they're doing e- Emmett Till? Like, they're doing the story of that, and it's like... Who's Emmett Till? Uh, is a is a, a black boy that was uh, dragged from a truck, like, when he was... Uh, let me see. I think, oh, at least I, no, I yeah. remember now. I, at least I think, I could I could be getting my... Let me, let me just, the Till movie. Let me just make sure. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I could be wrong. Or hung, I believe, maybe. Lynched. No, I definitely lynched. remember someone being lynched. Dragged. That was a di- no. That was, he was lynched, but I think it okay. was also yeah. I think it, uh, there was also like some some. But anyway, they're they're telling the story of of him. A- anyway, <sighs> I mean like it, the, those like it's hard. It's a really really like the entertainment world is such a t- difficult thing. Like we just read this morning about um, uh, Bruce Willis selling his his likeness to Deep Bake. So yeah. now if you want to see him in a movie, you just put his face in a movie and that's it. He just sold his rights to it. Um, but it's like, well, this, you know. Crazy, dude. It, it's going against Mike Tyson's wishes, right? But it employed so many people. So like, that's the hard part about this whole situation uh, that I, I mean, I, I usually err on the side of like, you have other stories that you can tell. So tell those. Um, there's other filmmakers and other people that want to tell different stories that are new and original. Um, and we understand that you're trying to do the cash grab. I mean, don't say that you're not because you, you are. Um, so that's what I mean. It's like, that stuff is kind of, kind of tough to go. I mean, yeah. About, but yeah. That's yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely think like Mike Tyson is a little unnecessarily mad about it. Right. Because... Like, if you didn't want that stuff known, you shouldn't, like, the stories and stuff that they tell on that, from what I've heard, or at least, like, how they know as much information, he's told those stories, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they had a Broadway yeah. show. Yeah, they're just, they're just, yeah, they're just dramatizing it, and he's like, well, that's a bad light. It's like, hey, man, uh, that's what happened. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, it literally goes back to, like, one one, one thing that um, I think I've quoted on the show before, like, Bisping said that Dana White told him back in the day because he, on the Ultimate Fighter, I think both times, I, th- I think it was when he was a coach. I think it was when he was um, against Mayhem Miller. And they were like, it was like, the edits make me look like an asshole. 
And he was like, if you don't want to look like an asshole on TV, don't be an asshole on TV. Like, yeah, yeah it, it, they it like did said. sort of like edit to probably make it a little, little bad, but like he said some shitty things and like was a was a fucking asshole at times. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, but I don't know. I I I, f- I fall more on the side. I I think I fall more on the side on the person not wanting not wanting their story told, and if if someone's gonna go against that, yeah. Yeah, that's their wishes. That's their life. That's their that's their yeah. rights. You know, that's their yeah, that's theirs. You know, right. and, and, and him telling the stories. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, I, I could definitely see how if it was me, I would be mad. Like, so I I, I yeah. do kind of see both sides there. I'm saying because like like I said, on on the one hand, I I do really think that like you made all this information public like a long time ago and like mm-hmm. yeah they maybe should have got consent but like I, you know i think kevish had a good point like well then they can't really tell the story because then it's like then when you broach that situation you're like okay now we have to strike a deal where you can't use this or whatever like if you want my participation and then it's like you know like it's one i think it's one of those things that like like we're talking about like julio r.i.p yeah uh like weird al yeah um, doesn't have to get permission uh for to do people's songs but he does it anyway mm-hmm. like i think you just have to pay him a percent or something like mm-hmm. you don't need their blessing he would always get it or, or or at least try at first and like famously i think like prince was like listen i'm a big fan of you i really love your stuff I don't want you to do it to my songs. And they, he respect that because it was like, he was like, I'm a fan of you. But like Coolio, I, I think was like, no, nah, fuck that. And like, weird Al did it anyway. And like, they had this mm-hmm. beef. Um, so. Uh, what I'm trying yeah. to say is. You're trying to say is. Uh, Mike Tyson. Li- what you're trying to yeah. say is go listen to weird Al. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, bro, we were at fucking karaoke last night and two of the whitest dudes on the planet did gangsta's paradise. Yeah, they've been spending most of their lives, and and they're they're friends of mine. So that's oh. why I, like I, said, I That's why you can say it. Or at least they're friends of Kate's. But I was like, they're like, as I walk through the valley of the shallow of death, I just I just switched the D and the L of those yeah, two you words. Did. Yeah, shallow. Wow, of death. dude. Yeah, yeah here as we are. Valley of shallow of death. <laughs> Vaddy. All as right. As I walk through the valley of the shadow. Shadow of death. death. Oh. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Coolio. Hey, man. I I need to do that at karaoke. Wait, did that pick up on the mic? Because it, it was it, No, yeah, it did not. It was like, huh? One of them was like, I'm actually missing that because I sounded good. I'm going to try to do it again. Uh, okay. So, huh? Nope. Still too loud. Nope. Oh, it's cutting. It's cutting. You got you to gotta pull it really far away. Nope. Still not picking it up. Cleopatra, okay. Joan of Arc, <laughs> Okay, I got it. I gotta bring that back because I did a TikTok of that duetting with this guy, and I fucking nailed the harmony, dude. And TikTok took it down. Yeah. Well, by, by that I mean I deleted my TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> so I took it down. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Catfish, for the question. Yeah, we appreciate you, we appreciate the question. Uh, how many more? We have two more. One more. We have Sandy, and that's it. Sandy. All right. 
Let's get to Sandy's question. Not look, that's it. I mean, it's an amazing question from an amazing listener. You just mean after that. I just that. mean like that's that's Dunsky on the questions after this. Mm. Unless someone fucking decide to like leave one. I don't believe so. Oh my god, fucking Zim dude. Huh. Um I retweeted um uh Clarissa. By the way, if y'all don't follow it's her ad is Clarissa underscore does it. The display name just says C. Mm-hmm. If you don't follow Clarissa, you fucking need to. First of all, she posts some fire ass fucking Mexican food. Um, like enchiladas and tamales, and she'll just fucking post it, and she'll be like, "This is the shit I be cooking." And I'm like, "Oh, fucking cook for me and peg me." And it's like, "Oh my god." Oh, wow. Anyway, um, but she also tweets like really funny stuff too about like 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 as a man, why don't y'all eat it from the back or whatever? <laughs> but she tweeted she tweeted out a little Etta James this morning, yes indeed, and I retweeted it, and Zim responded, "I'd rather go blind," and I'm like. I fucking always forget how good of a song that is, dude. Oh my god, I fucking love it. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So, so no. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, oh fuck's sake, never mind. Yeah. I got a, I got a notification from Anchor, and I was like, oh, voice question. It's a no. literally a fucking about International Podcast Day. So stupid, Which dude. Is today, no fuck Look about at us. Yeah, nobody cares. But <laughs> congratulations. Look at us sub- celebrating. I'm gonna celebrating by me being fucking stoned on my mind. Um. Uh, okay. Sa- Sandy banana chin pants. <laughs> Sandy banana chin. Pants. I love. I love that. The, the Sandy banana pants. Sandy chin banana pants, like SpongeBob SquarePants. Sandy yeah. chin banana pants. Sandy Sandy, ba- Sandy, Sandy banana chin pants. No, it's Sandy chin banana pants. Sandy, Sandy banana chin, chin banana pants. Is Dana White has <laughs> just retired or been, <laughs> or been hit by a bus? <laughs> and you're UFC president now. What Twitter personalities would you hire as your matchmakers, and who else would you want filling key positions? Matchmakers, you, okay. Sandy. Yeah, you. No, first of all, San- Sandy would have a key role, obviously. And and Tom, um, they would be working the desk, obviously on the broadcast. Oh wow! Because um, those people are not employed by you by ESPN; they're employed by the UFC. <laughs> you know who I, uh, I'm going to get in there just for Sandy as well, just because I think it's funny, and he also watches UFC. I think for the um, the uh, you know, like the fight out, like the the day before the show when they do the weigh-ins. Oh, the the, and, the, and the show. Help. Yeah, like Joe Rogan normally does the hosting of that and like, you know says, "Hey, yeah." Uh, I think they should switch it to Mark Norman. And that would <laughs> yeah. be great. Oh um, fuck yeah, dude. And watch the stare downs. Are you talking about oh the guy on the stage? Yeah. When the, the way in ceremony, yeah. ceremonial weigh-ins. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He would be so funny and I would I would like cuz he does watch UFC, so I think he would be a great um he has some really good zingers on on Bro, um, that's fucking amazing. on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like key positions that are in there. Um, definitely. Also for the matchmakers, um, Kaposa would definitely have to be a matchmaker. Okay. He just fucking does nothing but watch fights all day and like knows what kind of matchups you need to have fucking pure violence. I also feel like 
Um, um, I want um hectic one, and freelance goon on commentary, because because <laughs> the two of them like riff really well together, and. Yes. I'm putting in yours truly as the fucking announcer as like I'm taking over Bruce Buffer's job. Fuck you, oh, Bruce wow. Buffer. I like yeah. that. That's nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I love that for me too. Yeah, I love that for you. Um, and where yeah. wh- where are you putting yourself? I'll put or... myself as a ring girl. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Elias, the ring boy for me. Yeah, the... ring boy. I love that she's saying we're president and we're still like, let's yeah, well... ourselves too. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if we're president, we might as well. Can you imagine if Dana White was also the fucking ring announcer? I would hate it too because it's so dumb. Like, remember on the fucking Connor um, Mayweather um, press tour, he would just come out and literally not say anything. Like, oh hey guys, he'd be like, "What's up, Toronto? Yeah, the rating, yeah, defending." Like, he didn't even say like now presenting the rain defender yeah. or like uh, oh like the two times like he's just like the rating defending. I'm like, oh my god, you're so fucking weak. Yeah, um, he was. He was weak. Um, well, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Oh, I remember her. She was a hoe for show. show. People don't seem to, uh, you know, like to credit forty year old virgin with changing a lot of comedy, but it really did. It really did. It it really just set this this path. Dude, Jane Lynch was so amazing in that movie too. Kevin Hart is so funny in it. Yeah, Kevin Hart and Romani Malco. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude! Remember the this time I great. met Romani Malco and Jane Lynch? Yeah, I do. It shows I met two yeah. fucking iconic cast members of an iconic movie, Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, he did. Was just along in there. Oh, by the way, speak, speaking of which, uh, UCB just opened back up. Fuck In yeah, LA. dude! Uh, like uh, yeah. two days ago. So um, I did not know they they hadn't reopened from the pandemic. Yeah, no, it had been closed this entire time. So Franklin just reopened. Yeah, just um, oh, what um, sunset was open, ago. right? No, no, that they 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 lost it. They lost that building. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like one of the first things to go. So they oh, they lost that, fuck. and then I was like, well, Franklin, I was like, well. Don't lose Franklin, and and they just reopened last night, so that's good. They have a oh new my God. new team. And so important. So I'm very excited for them to get back to it. Yeah, hopefully, Benny uh, Schwa. Yeah, some of that fucking uh, Sonic anyway. money. Oh, did you freeze again? I can't. I can't tell. You know what sucks about this too is that like the audio. Yeah. yeah usually. It's true. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Is that what you're saying, Leo? Or are you frozen again? No, you're unfrozen. I'm, okay, now I'm unfrozen. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. My computer keeps getting hot. I don't know what's going on. Hot computer. Hot computer. My, mine says your internet connection is unstable. It just flashed. Does it say that also for you? No. And it's probably me. Well, anyway. Which means we should probably wrap it up. Well, hold on. We got to give our picks for this. No, that's weekend. what I meant. Yeah. Oh, so well, yeah. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, like, move true. on. Thank you for well, the question, Sandy. Everyone follow Sandy Chin Banana Pants. San Jane Jane. I can't fucking talk to Wow, dude. bro. San Jane. San Jaya is what you're saying. Bro, how about Aspen Lad's topology photo? Let me just zoom in on this bad boy. Is she a cheeseburger? Looks 12 years old. Oh, wow. 
while she really does. <laughs> like so young, dude. Crazy so, dog. And she's wearing just the crazy dogs. She's wearing she's wearing um uh her shorts say MMA Gold, the gym she trains out of in Sacramento, which has like a a rivalry with Alpha Male in their minds, but they'll never be as good as Alpha Male. So they should just Man, why train. why did this card take so long to get together, huh? Or at Oof. least like them them announcing the fights, right? Like well, yeah. two weeks ago or a week ago, and then we were like, "Hey, there's no fights this weekend." They're like, "What's what's the next yeah. one?" There's like three fights announced. I was like, "What the hell?" Anyway, all right, we're gonna go ahead and give our picks. Yeah, dude. Uh, for the main card, I have the uh, I have the first fight of the, the second main card. Name. Uh, yeah, I have the first fight of the main card starting as uh, Mike Davis versus yeah. Vladislav Borishev. Vladislav Borishev. I'm gonna go it's with Slava Claus, dude. That's fucking Uriah's boy. Speaking I'm gonna go to, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh him. Vuslava Claus. Vuslava Claus. Vuslava Slav. They they just honestly they don't That's... say the first part. They just Slav. It's like they're like it's like he's like Slava Claus. Next, um, fight... I'm going against him. I'm going with Mike Davis. All right. Next fight we have is John uh, Castaneda. Castaneda versus Daniel Santos. Daniel Santos. I'm going to go with uh, Castaneda. Yo también. Let's see. Uh, okay, all right, next fight. Sadiq Yusuf contra Don Shyness. Shyness. I'm Yusuf. Yusuf, dog. Uh, uh, I'm actually going to go with the Kiwi, Don Shyness. Yeah. Oh, wait, it says New England, dude. He's got an American flag. Well, how am I so fucking stupid? Oh, so oh wow. New England is New Zealand. New Zealand. Fucking... Yeah, you're like, I'm going oh, to go God. with the New Zealand. I'm going to go with him. How fucking stupid am I? I hope he loses. <laughs> <laughs> it's still my pick, though. I hope it's wrong. Great. I hope it's wrong because I deserve it for it to be wrong. All right. How do you pronounce his name? Hayoni. Hayoni. Yeah. Hayoni Barcelos versus Trevin Jones. I'm going with with Hayoni. I'm going to go with Trevin Jones. All right. Trevin Jones about to get choked the fuck out. Um, Randy Brown versus Francisco Trinaldo. I got to say, dude, despite what Kevin said, oh, team old guy. I'm going with Rude Boy. I fucking love Randy Brown, dude. I'm going with the Rude Boy. Rude Boy, Randy Brown, dude. That fucking one arm rear naked joke against Cowboy Lavera. Do you remember that? Holy shit, dude. He's a rude boy. As they say. Francisco Trinaldo is a is a formidable opponent though. Like he's That's not, true. He's not about to get tuned up or anything. But Randy no. Brown, dude, he's fucking he's he's younger, he's fucking sharper. And then I also think Mackenzie Dern's gonna fucking mangle Shaunan Yan. Really? You don't think it's gonna be a I'm gonna give well, Yanan Shan Yanan is probably gonna get some shots off and make Mackenzie Dern's pretty fucking face all lit up. But then Mackenzie Dern is gonna put those big titties in her face and get a submission. <laughs> Just drown her with the big yeah. titties, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, referee Mark Goddard has called us out of this contest at four minutes twenty seconds of the very first round. Declaring the winner via submission. Do the mommy milkers. <laughs> Thick dirt. Do the suffocation by mommy milkers. <laughs> Yachan has, has, has tapped due to them big old titties in her face. 
the interviewer afterwards, and the translator was like, I should not be repeating what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Say, it. Said, Say it. She said, those big old cheeks were in my face, and I just, I had to submit. She, I had to submit because she was, quote unquote, thicker than a snicker. <laughs> thicker than a snicker. Like he's like, what is a snicker? <laughs> Do you remember that video? <laughs> the fucking they're they're in a they're they're in a, a courtroom, and the fucking judge oh. is reading the transcript yeah. of of like an interview where like this inmate is on trial. Is like, so did you say she was quote? Thicker than a ball, ball you know? and, and the guy like... goes, <laughs> "Yeah, of course I've seen that one, dude. I gotta fucking find that video on Twitter so I can download it and tweet it. I swear to God, dude, that fucking shit had me dying the first time I thought I saw it. I was like, oh, <laughs> he was no, like, no. he was like, I'm your guy, because listen, if that's a crime, consider me <laughs> caught Lock red-handed. Me <laughs> yeah. Lock me up with that with that thing below me." <laughs> Okay, man, what a fun episode. We had a lot of fun. We talked, we chatted in other ways that words came out of our mouths. Sounds. Both of us. Uh, All right. That's that's my favorite gimmick, by the way. You can follow me at LeoGH2113 on Twitter and Instagram. Also send me emails through Gmail. I got one from uh, T-Cross. It was very nice of him. Uh, it's a very, very lovely email. Wait, did you really? That's <laughs> very good. You really got a fucking email from two oh, yeah. You buried the lead on I that, did. bro. Let's read it. You said if you get an email, uh, that you would read it on air. You're right. I did say that. So you give me did. one second. Let me go find it real quick. Hold on. I did. Give me just one second. Let's see. All right. Swear to God, go. dude. All right. So he said to me, there was nothing in the, oh, it was, um, Schmegma. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's what he wrote me. So I'm about to be fucking giggling like a little 12 year old. Spelled it spelled it phonetically correct. So I'm very happy about that. Um but yes, uh thanks for that. If you send more emails like that, that's yeah, fine. Dude. I mean uh words, not um pictures or anything like that. You can ah eh, whatever, send whatever you want. Yeah, well, you since I delete all my socials, you can follow me only at Friendly Spark Pod, Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, but you can also follow me on Snapchat. Oh, at uh, the Juicer T H E J E W C E R. Yeah, it's a pun because I'm fucking Jewish. At least yeah, I thought I was. I don't know why I'm in it. He doesn't know, but <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and no, hold on. Oh. And you can also follow me at OnlyFans.com/slash The Juicer, spelled the same way as the Snapchat. Love it. Just in case anyone's on OnlyFans and they want to he's, connect, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he's, he's trying to start his own bigger revenue stream, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, that's my, like, supporter profile. I don't have a creator profile yet. Mm. But if I get approved, because you have to, like, submit a fucking selfie and a driver's license and fucking bullshit, it's over for you, bitches. It's over. It's I'm coming over. for that OnlyFans money. <laughs> As if it's, like, there's only, like, one pile yeah. of it. Like, yeah, it's there, ain't gonna, there ain't going to be nothing left. No, no, I'm going for all of it. Okay, shout out to our patrons, the lovely patrons of this podcast. Shout out to APB Sandy Pants, 
Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Fee, Dave L, Jimmy the Drunk, Mixed Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian P. Shea, Dave aka Nobby Buckles, Super Manly Nick, David S., D. Kronz, Harry Andrew, Cakes, QAR, Dash, and Zim. Let's fucking go, dude. Let's fucking That's go. Good. We know. Thank you all for listening. And let's get some nice fights going tomorrow, and then we'll be back uh, next week. Have some fun. Yeah. Fucking A. We'll see y'all later.